All right, we're back at it again in a library this time with William, Xavier, and Katie. Uh, and we're discussing what does it mean to be human? And more importantly, uh, how that relates to postmodernism yeah. and uh, Firehouse Sucks. Firehouse Sucks. I just had an interview yesterday. Today. I had one in the summer, but I don't think they ever got back to me. <laughs> What's the book called? Uh, Slaughterhouse-Five. Yeah, Slaughterhouse we're not making sandwiches. Or <laughs> burning Dresden. Dresden was burned because it had too many subways. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I guess what we're discussing about postmodernism is pleasure versus purpose, which is kind of like the, the big question with postmodernism. Uh, it's kind of a clash in my eyes to discuss postmodernism and such a philosophical question because it seems that they don't really mix. The philosophical question of uh, what does it mean to be human is very uh, abstract, it's very um, grandiose, yeah. kind of, that's it's, what you would expect a philosopher to say, and postmodernism is a time that really rejects anything intellectual or meaningful and just says, I am baby. Yeah. <laughs> you guys like, I am baby? It's in the complete opposite direction. Yeah. They're polar opposites almost. So, yeah. yeah. Not to say that you can't find meaning, it's just that... The meaning comes from something you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Like, a meme. It's hard to... <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I figured a library would be a good place yeah. to do this because, you know, it's one of society's last beacons of intellectualism and, you know, purpose. But it's also being overrun with those uh, anime books, anime ma <laughs> mangas and comic books, and then you got uh, the, mangoes. the the like the sci-fi uh, Halo. Not to discredit books. any of those no, yeah, of fiction. It's just to say that it's moving beyond. It's moving, uh, yeah, because the old world. libraries used to be a source of knowledge, but now they're yeah. more of source of pleasure. There's like a huge spider on that window. There's quite a large spider. And it's pretty big. I'm glad it's on the other side of the glass. I think it's on the inside. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> okay, it's on the outside. There's two panes of glass. Nice. I think the library falls well into it because like it's like fiction and non-fiction. Fiction is like for pleasure and non-fiction is for like a purpose. Yeah, I mean, you can find a book here for how to build a, a deck onto the back of your house, or you can find a book here about, uh, I don't know. Mongos. Mongos. Mangos. Mangos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like memes and postmodernism as it's very simple to understand. Yeah. Like, I think it's a return to simplicity, like tribal paintings, because I've seen a. I never thought of that way. Like, the word meme goes back to the 70s. Uh, by some, I don't know if it was some kind of philanthropist or. Uh, well, wasn't it like like a he painted it everywhere? No. Uh, no, that was in World War Two. Really. That was in World War Two. Okay. That was a Kilroy. Yeah. It was a marker to help morale and like a uh, like graffiti. Memes were born out of graffiti. These kind of tags that yeah. soldiers would use to kind of say that someone else had already been here that you trusted mm -hmm. put you at ease. And that's what a meme really is. It's a symbol which can say more than words can, because words are symbols. It's a stronger version of language, you know? Looking for beans. Yeah. It's like, there are memes in other languages that I see sometimes on like my feed <laughs> that 
I have no idea what the words are, but I the, still understand the meaning of it. Yeah. I still understand the emotion, the context, and what's happening. I feel that. And memes have been, they're, they're like a unifying construct. Yeah. Like, because I've seen memes that go, you know, the mainstream memes, and then I've seen memes that go towards, like, comic books, and then I've seen, I've seen memes that go towards yeah. video games. They're and almost like a uh, like a club. Yeah. If you ever heard about like it's like an all inclusive club. <laughs> uh, of, it's like uh, there's a hierarchy of memes. Yeah. And the the more you understand, the more complex they become, the more abstract, the more meaningless. And by become meaningless, they have more meaning to them. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. It's a strange construct that I. It's an upside-down world, really. Yeah. The intellectuals are morons, and the morons are intellectuals. The people who have the most power to say something don't talk about anything. No, they just make memes about it. <laughs> no, it's the lower people who make the memes. Yeah. It's the people on top who just... They well, don't, no, they don't that, like, when, the, when the people on top try to make a meme, they're rejected. They can't. They can't. They can't There's a hierarchy, and they don't understand it. Yeah. They're stuck in the old world, yeah. and there's a there's a disconnect between the old world and the new one, and that the old one doesn't understand the new one. Yeah, it's well, it's a generational gap between the baby boomers and the, the millennials, and the, mm-hmm. even the Gen Z of us. The boomers and Zoomers are yeah. we Gen Z. I think so. Yeah, I like to think we're, like, we're on the ber- verge of millennials and Gen Z. Like uh, it's like, like that, we're like right between. 1998 to like 2002 is a gray area. Oh man, I was born in 97. Oh. I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go here. I just like the class. Okay. I respect that. <laughs> I graduated with Mr. Carson. I just look really young. <laughs> I think Mr. Carson's 23 years question? old. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Mr. Carson. It could, it could be the beard. I don't, How old is I he? I was asking this question last night. Because, Mr. Carson, I found an artist <laughs> that was born in 1972... I don't know if that's you or not. Like it's him. He but did. it's it's like it was like I'll pull him up. It's like a, we can, we can, this could be the the cover to the. This is the cover. The artist is the cover. Yeah. Like, Michael Carson, right? That's Michael. Car- yeah, Michael Carson. Miguel. It, or it could be Michael Bear Carson. He was a American character. Sorry, Mr. Carson. <laughs> Michael Carson. It's Charles Manson. Right here. Like, it's very naturalist and very, like, it shows the small side of life, which Mr. Carson showed us. He showed, like, in the in the wolf picture, or the fox and the bear. Uh, I mean, in the profile, see, American, born 1972, with 13, almost 1,300 followers. Oh, I think they're like 72 and they come, well, I don't know, they come like late 40s. He was formally trained in design. No, it's not him then. Mr. Carson was not formally trained in design. No, I'm sorry, Mr. Carson, it's not you. But <laughs> we mistake. But your doppelganger. And, I mean, those, those. He just has the same thing. name. It probably doesn't even look like him. Yeah, I, we don't know. Either. But uh, the paintings, I mean... We got off track with that little tangent. No, I, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to connect it back to, to postmodernism. 
So we're over here. We need to get over here, and this, I'm trying to segue it back into. So these those paintings that, like, uh, they were very natural, which I mean, postmodernism isn't about, but they showed. Uh, is it postmodernism? Is it, it's about like. Postmodernism is the effect of getting tired of trying to find meaning in everything and just making fun of anybody who still clings to that. It's kind of like, oh, it's almost like aggressive postmodernism in its defiance towards yeah. meaning. It's kind of like, oh, you think you're so smart, huh? Here's like, <laughs> yeah. here's Patrick Starr giving fellatio. <laughs> Try to find meaning in this, moron. You think you're so intelligent? Yeah. Here. I'm gonna write a book that's nothing but white pages and like word per page. The F word in the middle of it. Yeah. Here, analyze this. Tell me how smart I am. It's a waste of paper. It's a waste. Yeah, it's a waste of paper. Postmodernism. There's, there's, there's a lot of environmental stuff that that paper could have been saved. But whatever. <laughs> it's gonna die anyways. Yeah. It's like it's humorous too. Postmodernism is marked by a lot of comedy. Yeah. Like, uh, I was watching... Have you seen that Love, Death, and Robot? I have not. Right, do you have Netflix? I do, but I, I don't watch much of it. I watch right. Apocalypse you, Now, but... You, you'd most. like that. It, you'd like this one. It's like 12 minutes each, and they're... They're, they're postmodernism in a TV show. Hmm. It's like, there's no story behind it. Each one is its own thing, and it's... They're, One-offs. Yeah. It's, it's like, like Seinfeld. There's no story. There's no meaning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld is postmodernism. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Uh, but the Love, Death, and Robots is like, it's like a what-if thing. It's like a defying... Uh, like Black Mirror? Huh? Like Black Mirror? I guess, kind of. But like, one, I, one of them I'm remembering, it's like, what if werewolves were a part of the U.S. military? It, it was so strange. It was such a strange concept, but it like... Is it like a animation? Is it a live yeah, action? Yeah, it's, it's a mix of both. Like, there's a different art style for each one. And then oh, okay. another one was like, this. there was a painter, and then he, he's just making this gigantic, like, galaxy-sized painting. But then he's really just a pool toy. Like, and then that was his final thing, was he, he was just going to scrub the pool. Like, he, like he, that's what he started off with. And it was so weird. I think just like the whole post like modernism era is weird cause like yeah. yeah it's just weird weird stuff and I think postmodernists can even agree that it's weird like I said in class before postmodernism is an entire new realm of weird because back in the 1800s weird would be like uh he wears uh, a kilt yeah or oh no he's weird he's wearing a t-shirt like that. He didn't even have t-shirts back then, I don't think. No, like, he would be weird because he painted a clock that was melting. Yeah. That's quite strange. I don't like that. And then postmodernism. It's like, hold my bear. I'm, I'm <laughs> postmodernism, there's a man on stage, uh, fully nude. He's about to jump off into the stage who will now punch him to death. Yeah. A lot of death grips concerts. Here's a, uh, here's a meme that just says beans, understand it. <laughs> Here, you got freaking beaned. I think this shows, like, us, like, we, like, we realize it's weird, but, like, we accept it. Like, it's just, like, weird, but, okay. I think that's how, like, we have, like, like, how you said, like, before postmodernism, like, people would, like, look at, like, not super weird stuff and think it's weird. I'm trying to think of the word. 
not evolved, like humans are like grown to like accept like the weirdness. Adapted? Yeah. You know, would have been super meta. Like postmodernism is about getting as abstract as possible, like you know, finding comedy in the word bean and nothing else. It would have been funny if we just had Get this entire shrank. podcast just empty, and then halfway through one of us is just <laughs> bean. <laughs> And then the rest of the podcast just silent. We makes this podcast 20 minutes long, just to spite Mr. Mr. Carson. <laughs> just to spite him. And then just at the, like, 19 minutes and 59 seconds, just say bean. Bean. <laughs> and then again, I probably have to analyze this. So Does cool. it get longer every single day? I, I swear to God. Hopefully next year they shorten it down. I'm not even going to be here next year. I specifically had my schedule changed so I wouldn't be around when that thing goes off. Is it only the... Oh. It's oh. only for fourth and like this lunch period so it does that. It's so annoying. What does meta mean? Meta? Uh, meta is like a game inside of a game. So non-meta would be a film. Meta would be a film about a film. Like Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. The scene in Full Metal Jacket something? where they're filming the soldiers. Yeah. And they, like, no, they I the think camera. it's like they know they're in a film. No, no, meta, that's not meta though. If you know it's in the, if you know you're in a film that's breaking the fourth wall, meta is when there's a film about a film, and the characters in the film about the film know they're actors, but they're actually actors playing actors. So like, uh, what's it? What's that one with the uh, James Franco, uh, the Disaster Artist? Yeah. They're filming that. They're filming a movie yeah. about how they filmed a movie. Yeah. It's just like, it's a box inside of a box, pretty much, if it's meta. Yeah. So, do you think Kurt Vonnegut would have liked memes now? I don't know who Kurt Vonnegut is. I would assume. He's, he's the guy who wrote Slaughterhouse Fire. No, he's the guy who wrote Slaughterhouse Fire. You read Slaughterhouse Fire. Uh, Kurt Vonnegut. Who was that? I forget. He wrote Slaughterhouse Fire. The postmodernist. Oh, he was the writer of. Yeah. I thought he was a character in a book. No. Or a philosopher. No, well, I guess he's kind of a philosopher. But Could be. Would he be a fan of memes? Yeah. Or, like, know. do you think he'd understand Get Shrek? Is he still alive? He <laughs> no, he died in 2007 or 8. Then he probably knew about memes. No, not. not I mean, memes today. They've memes evolved today. since like 2011. I guess so. I mean, and we don't a, have that concept. <laughs> of memes maybe they were they're more innocent and childish when they were first conceptualized yeah. now they're uh, <laughs> they're not <laughs> much like the people who used to enjoy them and make them they've grown up a bit yeah. and become a lot more uh, a lot angrier a lot of memes are very mad yeah so, I mean they're a form of complaint complaint yeah it's, it's like weird. an informal petition yeah it's like who else agrees with me like the more complex the meme becomes the more harsh it also becomes. Like a lot of normal memes that regular people use are usually just reaction gifs, images of a famous celebrity yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, having a funny face or making a reaction. And then as you go deeper and deeper and deeper, they start getting more aggressive and they start becoming more uh, emotional. There's a lot of impact with them because it doesn't take a lot of effort to post a picture of your favorite celebrity doing the the sign, the yeah. funny no-no sign, than it is to actually create a piece of art yourself that expresses how much you feel about something. I think it's just like us. Like I think 
that like us right now are lazy and like people don't want to do like some people aren't but like like that's just like part of like our i think we're the first generation to accept that hey we're lazy but also more than that do we have a reason not to be you know yeah well, okay it, it is a generational thing because the baby boomers they they the all boomers. they they had life handed to them they, pretty much. yeah and then they, they get mad at us because we're not doing it their way yeah. although they didn't do it they didn't do it their parents did it was, okay. it's a strange subject well, I'm just like right. each it's generation like yeah. has like their own like how they're different from the past generations like from their parents yeah. But like you have the those in the new generation that latch on to the old ones, like you know, uh, that's why there's like a resurgence in like a 80s rock and 70s yeah. rock. Like people love the Beatles or Led Zeppelin. Or it's like AC/DC. music and like fashion, like a lot of like yeah. fashion. Yeah, and like you got those like back. big, uh, uh, the big the, round glasses. I wrote an essay on this uh, about how rebellion works and how life itself rebels each generation yeah so rock music was a rebellion from the 50s era of music which was a rebellion to the the war which was a rebellion to nazi germany and so when rock music came out it was a rebellion to the classic 50s style of uh cleanliness and sanitary content and then uh 90s grunge and that kind of stuff rebelled out of that yeah and then from that modern music the 2010s era of modern music rebelled out of that and they kept rebelling and rebelling until they got to the point of 2019 where it's like okay circle you've rebelled too much now your music sucks you and know, we don't have like anything and we don't have anything good yeah so now we're rebelling against that yeah and like if you look at all the good music it's like old music it's yeah. like the the new mu- new good music is just yeah. old styles of music yeah but even well, like the new stuff that is good, it gets old because they replay it so much. Like, it gets yeah. repetitive, honestly. Yeah. Like a lot of people I know, uh, a lot of my friends are older. They can't listen to like radio music or at least stations that play newer songs because all of it sounds the same to them, and it is. I. That's why on ninety five seven, the spot it plays all the, the good old music. They and do that's why that thing is so popular because everybody's tired of the new stuff. Yeah. And like they like circulate from like you'd be like, oh like a seventies song and then it's yeah. like early two thousands or like yeah. Like I just like That's the that's what I listen to because it's such a wide range of music. I listen to uh the Eagle. The oh, unfortunately yeah. the Eagle only plays like it, ten songs. Yeah, and also three of like the ten are, stations are like Hotel ha- California. Three it of the plays. Ten, yeah. <laughs> That's why I had to stop listening to that because Hotel yes. California came on there. It'll like play all like the time. Hotel California, then the one song by Red Hot Chili Peppers, Under yeah. the Bridge. They'll yeah. play it like five times in a single day. Don't get me wrong, I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers and I love the Eagles, but I'd I'm like not, to hear more of their music. Yeah, I don't want to hear those two songs over and over again. That's why I, I, that's why I have to switch what do you up playing. It looks like a radio station. Like I'll just like. My dad like those radio stations. <laughs> do we look like your dad? No. <laughs> Uh, he's white like my dad that's for sure that's all alright that's it <laughs> <laughs> okay. your dad can't compete with my hair sorry yeah that's right it's not good <laughs> uh, to wrap this up since we're nearing about 20 minutes uh, <laughs> we talked a lot about cylindrical history and if it was linear versus if it was in a pattern um, we gotta synthesize this 
to I'm memes. Gonna, I'm going to synthesize the entire year with this point. Hold on. Okay. Let me think about it for a second. All right, you can write this one. To synthesize to it, I was going to say, I think history is linear, but as it's linear, it's also in a cycle. So it's yeah. in a cycle, but it keeps going forward. So uh, there was a meme about this that I've seen a lot that tries to explain how life works and why society works as it works. And it goes like this. It goes that uh, bad times... Oh no. Uh, weak men create weak, create bad times. Bad times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Strong, good times create weak men. And it's just a cycle over and over and over yeah. again. And it kind of explains how uh, corrupt politicians will create wars. The wars will kill off the weak and allow the strong to survive. Or, in some senses, it'll kill off the strong and allow the weak to survive. And whatever comes out of that, as like a thing, out of World War One, we got a lot of stronger men from the war, yeah. and that's how modernism came about. And then in World War Two, all the strong men died in the war, leaving only the cowards as the soldiers who survived. And that's how the baby boomers came about, and they were raised by these cowardly men. Yeah. I mean, not all of them were cowards. Well, not all of them. The like, vast majority. The vast majority of the stronger people did die. Yeah. And not just men and women too. A lot of women, children, a lot of stronger people who were brave to fight in the war got killed, especially nurses and stuff. I think that's like, it's not good, but like, like if like you're a coward, you don't want your child to be like you and face like problems you face because you were a coward. So like, yeah, you, you like, kind of shelter your kid naturally. Mm-hmm. A lot of parents they don't understand that you gotta let them. You gotta let them fall sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you gotta let them die. That's sometimes okay. you just gotta push them off. <laughs> sometimes you gotta push them off that bridge. <laughs> yeah. Suicide is. <laughs> oh my god, he appears to be committing suicide. Danny DeVito is the best. I should watch that episode of Always Sunny. <laughs> We're not going to edit this down. Uh, Mr. Carson, please give us a 65 on this. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'll take the final on uh, Tuesday. And that is the end of that. All right, yeah, we got to cut this off. Uh, before I leave, uh, Bean. Bean. <laughs> Bean.